Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Many organizations are still battling with inherited legacy technologies and processes. The 2020 pandemic has left many companies in a mess. Moments of crisis bring several gaps to light that result in organizations devising plans to mitigate risks caused by gaps, treating crises as an opportunity to reinvent and realign organizational goals. In this HR chat episode, we're going to be considering how globalization and virtualization of global payroll can help you stay resilient in volatile times. My guest this time is Felicia Cheek, Director of HCM Product Strategy at Oracle. For over two decades, Felicia has worked as a payroll advisor, consultant, both internal and external, and account manager with companies like ADP, Turner Broadcasting System, Xerox, the Hackett Group, and now Oracle. This podcast episode is sponsored by Virgin Pulse, the number one global employee well-being solution provider, supporting 7.5 million members in 20 languages across 190 countries. Virgin Pulse offers solutions that deliver on their home base for health vision of simplifying and unifying other point products into a better together ecosystem and transform the mental, physical, financial, social, community, and emotional health of organizations and their people. You can learn more at virginpulse.com. Felicia, it's my pleasure to welcome you to the show. Great. Thanks, Bill. I'm excited to be here. And what I didn't mention there in the intro, and it's something we will be talking a little bit about today, is Felicia is also a speaker at the recent Rise Above 2020 Summit, which is produced by Niemo. Before we go any further, though, Felicia, why don't you tell our listeners a bit more about yourself, your career background, and what you get up to at Oracle? So I have been working in the payroll world for many, many years, and I I really have a passion for payroll. Um, I I like the fact that payroll touches every every employee and any organization. And as a result, it's important that um, it, it's important that it's done correctly. So I've worked at um, companies like ADP, where uh, we were actually processing pro- the payroll for, for many companies across the globe. I've also worked at Turner Broadcasting System. So um, at Turner Broadcasting System, had a great opportunity to learn the end-to-end process, as well as all of the things that happen within an organization that impact uh, payroll organizations' policies and procedures. And um, and then advising has been where I've spent the majority of my time and, and really from um, working at the Hacky Group, really from a global perspective, perspective helping uh, multinational companies uh, develop their global payroll strategy. And of course, here at Oracle, I'm working on the Oracle Cloud HCM strategy team, uh, really looking at how we position the product to help our customers be successful. Wonderful, thank you very much. I'd love to hear from you uh, a little bit about your your recent session at the Rise Above 2020 Summit. Uh, tell our listeners uh, the topic and maybe some of the, the learning outcomes and, and why that matters. Yeah, so it, it was a panel discussion and it was a panel discussion with other payroll provider organizations um, in, including myself. And it was really designed to be thought leadership 
and looking at the payroll, global payroll from various perspectives. I think it's really good from a vendor perspective to share what we are doing to make the global payroll journey easier, how we're integrating and interfacing um, with local payroll vendors and kind of just really making that a lot smoother. And so there was lots of good uh, conversation, good insight, and hopefully our participants or the attendees were able to walk away with good information that would help them build a, a global payroll strategy that um, really minimize the number of vendors uh, that they were having to, that they're having to work with. Uh, so that they can can streamline the global payroll process. So again, a great opportunity for um, for everybody to to get different vendor perspectives um, in global payroll strategy. Beautiful. And uh, why work with Niemu? Um, I understand that you've got a previous relationship with them from when you worked with the hacking group. But what do you like about those guys? One of the things that that I really like about um, the the Niamo product is that um, they are they are really focusing on a part of the market that is challenging for most organizations. That's really looking at, um, you know, how do we service those employees that we have pockets of employees in lots of different countries. So they're, they're focusing on that long tail, uh, which is always an, uh, um, an issue. And, and quite frankly, that's where the strategy comes in. And Niyama's done a good, a good job of um, you know building a payroll solution that answers questions and 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 provides uh, good functionality in an automated fashion for uh, multinational companies that have you know they're in several different countries across the globe but they have small employee populations uh, Niyama is a great solution for that okay brilliant now then um, as part of my homework ahead of this interview uh, I, I was reading a couple of posts that you've you've, you've recently uh, submitted to the World Wide Web um, in a recent post on on the Oracle site called "Paying Employees Across the Globe." You suggested that payroll affects employee morale, business stability, reputation, career development, and recruiting. Can you can you explain that statement? Payroll is one of the most important things that a company does. It impacts every single employee in the organization. So when your employees are paid correctly, they're confident, they're comfortable with their personal well-being, and ultimately it leads to better performance and, and they are better positioned to be an evangelist for the organization. Um, so I, I definitely think that that impacts the stability of the business, the, um, the reputation, you don't have employees that are speaking negatively about the company because they are uncomfortable or, or that they're going to be paid correctly. And as far as career development and recruiting, there are lots of things that we are doing in payroll today that, um, that, that can help from a recruiting perspective. So um, it's, it's, you know, it's not just paying employees, but it is, is all of the different features and functionality. Uh, some of the things that you'll hear about um, today is, is daily pay, uh, really making daily pay or on-demand payments available to employees, which from an, a recruiting perspective is in, in some industries is a really good benefit. Um, if an employee has all things being equal, and uh, one company offers an on-demand payment option and another does, generally the employee is going to select or the, the prospect or, or the recruit will select the company 
uh, or the organization that allows that on-demand or daily payment option. Okay, thank you very much. In your opinion, how has the pandemic realigned the priorities of, of companies when it comes to managing their payroll systems and technologies? So that's, a, you know, it is the question, right? Over the last few months, there's been lots of adjustments that payrolls had to be responsive to. And in most organizations, I'll say all organizations have definitely come to value not only their payroll resources, but the flexibility and agility of the technology that they've chosen to use. So uh, when we look at some of the things that, um, that payroll organizations have had to respond to, organizations in general is, you know, in almost every single country, across the globe, there have been some legislative changes. And um, and that has had an impact on, on the agility. When we talk about agility and flexibility, um, we really had to show that, right, over the last few months. And so those systems that are the technology that companies have in place that allow them to adjust relatively quickly to those changes and, you know, make things available to their part, uh, their departments, um, or their employees uh, was was really really appreciated over the last few months. I know that we made lots of um, configuration changes that um, that our customers were able to do pretty instantly without code changing um, to accommodate the legislative changes. The other thing that companies or organizations, I should say, have uh, had to adjust to is working remote. Uh, a lot of organizations, even though they may have um, remote workers, they hadn't really looked at payroll as being, um, you know, a, a process that could be managed remotely. And so the payroll organizations that I've, um, that I have been in touch with have been able to really adjust. And those that were using mobile technology um, that had really good um, processes documented and, and they, they were very automated um, were really best positioned to thrive and adjust relatively easy. Those that were doing a lot of things manually were not really able to leverage mobile technology as much much struggled a little bit but i will say i saw organizations across the globe adjust um, fairly quickly considering most everyone had um, had a business continuity plan in place uh, what we found uh, generally was the business continuity plans were intended for uh, you know, not long term, uh, you know, like we're experiencing, they were, uh, um, they were built for an event at a point in time. So we really put those to, to the test. Um, and, you know, finally, I will say one of the things that I think as a, as a payroll professional really makes me happy, uh, there were instances of organizations that had things prioritized and they didn't necessarily have pay, payroll prioritized as, um, as high as it needed to be. And so in some of those organizations, it meant all of the payroll re resources didn't have VPN access. And so when they had to work from home, that they struggled to get the access they needed. And so I will say that um, that payroll is is um, has moved up in the ranks, I'll say, for lack of a better word, um, as a result of this this pandemic. And, and, you know, most payroll organizations perform very, very well, which makes me very, very happy. OK, super. Thank you. Now, in the in the aforementioned article, you suggested that uh, to better leverage the globalization trends occurring within and outside one's organization, payroll leaders should take several steps 
I'd like now to to go through some of those uh, suggestions, some of those steps with you. Um, firstly, you, you suggested that it's vital to become familiar with the company's finance and HR strategy as it relates to regional and global service delivery. Um, and by that, you, you also stated that uh, you've got to basically understand the broader global and regional strategies to ensure that payroll strategies and capability, capabilities are, are in alignment. What, what did you mean by that? Yeah, uh, basically the payroll strategy needs to align with that of the broader organization. Um, and, and so, you know, sometimes you have payroll leaders that are very busy and they don't necessarily get invited to the meetings or they don't have time to go to the, the, the bigger meetings. They're not necessarily at the table. I think good savvy payroll leaders make sure they're at the table, they're in those meetings, they're representing payroll. They understand how payroll fits into the big picture. And as a result, they're aligning their processes, their policies, their procedures to support the organization. They know where the organization is planning to increase or decrease operations. They build an, an agile organization so that they can grow or they can decrease their size based on where the organization um, is going. And that's most important that we realize that, that payroll is, you know, as transactional as it can be, it's a, it's a very important part of the organization and it, it's built to support the organization. And we cannot build uh, an effective strategy without knowing the goals and objectives of, of the entire organization. Okay, thank you. Uh, secondly, you, you said uh, that companies need to quantify the benefits and risks of a global process redesign uh, and do a detailed analysis of the advantages and disadvantages of adopting a global service delivery model. What are those advantages and disadvantages? Yeah, and, and this is really important, and particularly as it relates to payroll operations and the employee experience. Um, you know, a global system of record is very important, and most organizations have that. When we get to payroll in particular, there are things that need to be considered, and primarily because payroll is so driven by local legislative uh, requirements and practice and customs, um, it, it has to be taken into consideration. So the way that we define global may be a little bit different in each organization, and we have to be open to the fact that um, there are going to be some differences in operations from country to country. It, it just is. And um, as long as organizations recognize that, um, they should be successful. They, you know, that that's what really equates to success is recognizing the impact of um, of of local components, local things to the global delivery strategy. Okay, and uh, the the next point that you mentioned was uh, to consult with stakeholders to obtain feedback and gain their acceptance. Um, and you added that it's important to socialize the potential benefits among top decision makers and start building consensus on a global design for, for payroll. That sounds very in depth. 
Felicia. <laughs> um, how on earth does does one go about doing that? Yeah, and it, and again, it goes back to or speaks to the fact of you know a savvy payroll leader is available for those those um, those broader, bigger um, meetings. Um, is is recognized around the organization is always representing payroll. And uh, one of the things that we have to do is is we have to incorporate. Um, you know, the, the feedback um, from others, the stakeholders, as we're building our policies and procedures, because payroll, um, it, it should be enabled or it shouldn't enable the broader organization. And so sometimes there are things that occur for a certain reason that we're not aware of. And then we go, we build a policy, and it doesn't support that. And so what happens is people uh, circumvent the policy. And in order to, to, really have, um, to really have the control you need in the areas you need, we really need to socialize and, um, and gain acceptance from our key, key stakeholders. Some of the things that we see, I'll say one of the things in particular, and it's just a very easy thing, is, you know, what is the scope of payroll? And if we're talking to any organization, the scope of payroll varies from company to company. Um, but it is up to you and your company to sit down and, and meet with the stakeholders, the key stakeholders um, that are involved in the end-to-end -end process and define where payroll starts and where payroll ends. And that's just a simple example of something that everybody needs to agree on. Otherwise, you never have consensus and it just makes it uh, more difficult than it really needs to be. Wonderful. And one last question for you today, and that is, how can our listeners connect with you, Felicia? Is that through LinkedIn, Twitter? Uh, maybe you're happy to give away your email. What, what are the best ways to connect with you? Yeah, so, so uh, you know, I am always available through LinkedIn. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn all the time, and I'm Felicia um, Cheek, C-H-E-E-K. I'll say no S because a lot of times people put an S on my last name. Um, but I'm happy to reach out to you. I also, I'm on Twitter, but not as much, actually. But uh, my Twitter handle is all about payroll. Your Twitter handle is all about payroll. Wow, that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> It is. It is. <laughs> okay. Well, that just leaves me to say Felicia Cheek without any S at the end there. Thank you very much for being a guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Sure. Thank you. I've totally enjoyed it. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working and stay safe. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette.